Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 220 with a review of Trance. I'm Christopher Schneezy. I'm Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases, television shows, and web series from the past week and beyond. Usually on the show, uh, you're going to get a couple different web episodes each week. You're going to get a review, like this review that we're doing right now for Trance. Uh, and then usually we'll put out a trailer talk segment where we discuss some of the trailers that have hit the internet recently. And then also a what we've been watching segment where we discuss all the things we've been watching outside of the podcast. Um, obviously the feed has been a little sketch lately. Uh, been dealing with a bunch of stuff uh, schedule-wise. I mean... If you if you're a listener of the show, you know that Carson and I had 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 a week just a little while ago um, of sickness that made things pretty difficult. Um, but I had a bunch of bad luck last week that has um, pushed time for editing, seeing movies, and uh, recording of podcasts. Um, pushed it kind of to the side for a moment, but things are all being resolved, and we are ready to jump back in. But while we're waiting, wanted to get a review of this little film trance that is coming out right now. Um, it, it, it's it's fully wide everywhere now, right, Carson? Uh, I don't I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, forget I, I said that then. <laughs> My mom was like, "It's not playing near us," so. Huh. I thought I thought it was like finally starting to go wide. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's still limited, but uh, some. Well, my of mom's you... in Florida right now, so it's probably just because they're lame. Gotcha. It's Florida. Yeah, I mean they they got old people trying to retire out there. They don't have time <laughs> to play movies um and not that your parents are old i just meant like well that's not <laughs> kind of i don't know i don't know i just that'd be funny if she was listening she's like that guy called me old <laughs> and i like no, they're not that they're not that old no no in all seriousness no, seriousness though i don't think it's playing in that many theaters all right, maybe well, like 300 oh yeah it's not 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 too many um but some of you listening may be able to go out and see this film trance and we may be able to tell you that that would be a good or maybe not good idea. So, And if you can't, then you can just wait until it comes near you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll, we'll, maybe we'll hypnotize people with this review and uh, implant ideas in their head. I don't that's know. what happened to you, though. Yeah. Right? That's why, you're, that's why we, we didn't record last weekend. Yeah, because I had, I had been going to hypnotherapy to mm. try to fix my inability to do the intro to the show and instead <laughs> I fixed it by like trading. trying to get some new ideas <laughs> I, well, I, I, I was trying to forget how I mess up the intro to the show and instead I just forgot that I do the show at all and uh, you know we missed a whole week there of time mm. and that was an yeah, accident that's, that's, yeah. there was an accident that almost just happened outside the studio right now Oh no! I don't know if the car horns came through in the recording. Was uh, there a man trapped inside on fire? <laughs> I sure hope not, because we don't have any water anywhere around here. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, uh, we we we're here talking about trance. So what do you say, Carson? We take a look and a listen to the trailer for trance, and then get into the review and let everybody know what we thought. All right. Five percent of the population can be described as extremely suggestible. What can you make them do? Anything. Simon, close your eyes. I want you to follow my voice. I like your voice. 
And imagine you're in a place where you feel secure, in control, and you feel so comfortable, so relaxed. All your problems. Where is the painting? I don't remember. Seems so far away and so long ago. I remember that day. What we are is the sum of everything we've ever done, which is constantly being revised and remembered. I know what you were going to do to me. She put that memory there. It's not real. The plan was simple. Hypnotize the guy, you bring me back the painting. Was I hypnotized? He's afraid that once he's remembered, you'll kill him. All right, so the story of Trance, it follows this guy uh, named Simon, played by James McAvoy, and he is a guy working at a art auctioning place. And one day, a little robbery starts to happen, and he's following procedures and trying to protect this particular piece of art and, you know, get it back to the protected areas, and encounters these uh, people and uh, gets hit on the head really hard, wakes up with no memory of what happens, but this painting is still missing, and the bad guys still want their painting, so they come after him and try to get the memory of what happened to this painting out through the use of uh, hypnotherapy, and all hell breaks loose from there. Um, Carson, I know that we, we talked about this trailer just a few weeks ago, and uh, I think you were pretty excited for this. I know you were like, dude, we got to talk about trance. Um, what did you think of this film? Well, I uh, I uh, <laughs> I just remembered. <laughs> I don't remember. I just remembered that uh, <laughs> that you did post the episode where I talked about trains. Because <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna be like, yeah, well, we already know that I liked it. So, what did you think? Because <laughs> I've already said it. <laughs> I've already talked about it. What, was it in the last what we've been watching that I haven't posted it was, yet? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Nice. You, you could just go first anyway. <laughs> I'll just I'll start off with this. Uh, it, it, I I told you that in the first five seconds of this movie, um, you would be like, "Yeah, this movie's awesome." <laughs> Did it live up to your uh, to my uh, to my suggestion? I can't even. I I can't even talk. Uh, did, did it live up to what I what I said that it would? Um, <laughs> well, I don't I don't remember your exact words because it's been like two weeks since we recorded that episode. <laughs> well, no, that's um, I don't know. I said, but I, that's what I said though. I said that, uh, that I said within the first five seconds of this movie, you'll you'll be like, I am I'm ready. Like I'm in. I'm I'm so in. No, it it it, it, it is weird because like that that opening for sure gives you that feeling like the second that opening happens you're like hell yeah i am so about this movie um, you're transfixed yeah I'm, I'm i'm totally i'm just put into a trance and just stuck i'm like i'm like this is possibly the greatest movie ever um it's it, that it's that mcavoy voiceover that <laughs> puts you to a nice little 
bundle of uh, sleepiness. It's, it's everything from from his voice to the styling, uh, just the way it's shot, the way it's presented. It's just really interesting. But like, it's weird because in the context of the film, I have no idea where or why that scene is happening. Like, I, I understand that like it's, <laughs> I mean, the, like who is who is James McAvoy explaining? the scenario of working for this art auctioneer place and what <laughs> it doesn't matter it's no no that, that's just awesome of, like in in a movie that isn't so stylized and ultimately so interesting i think opening with that seemingly unnecessary beginning would seem like a fault and here it's one of those things where it's just too cool for me to be able to complain about it um it, it does it does beg the question what the hell is happening during that scene just I mean, obviously, it's kind of establishing it. It's almost like we're it's weird that he narrates it, but it's necessary for us to understand the context of what's happening. Um, But it's just told in a strange way that I can't exactly piece where it comes from. Well, I mean, instead of opening the movie with just typical voiceover, he's you know, we get to see him in the scene, like breaking the fourth wall, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that, yeah, it's a little bit different. But I mean, it. I uh, I see what you mean. Where it it does feel kind of like you're, especially knowing what happens later on. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but uh, it's it's considering that the whole movie is so stylized and it's just there's a lot of stuff thrown into uh, the mix here. I it just all works from the from a sense of just they just throw everything at you. I mean, when you got a movie that not only deals with hypnotherapy, but you've got, you know, uh, characters with amnesia and characters with, like, crazy past. Like, it, it really is throwing everything that uh, into the, you know, everything but the kitchen sink. Yeah, yeah, for into sure. To the mix. Uh, the, it's funny that you mentioned the opening because I – there was a movie that came out recently, The Paperboy, with uh, Matthew McConaughey and – Zach Efron that was the the new uh movie that the guy that from Precious who did it. Yeah, yeah. They opened in a kind of similar way. Like it's Macy Gray is in the film and she plays a character who's completely she's just she's such a side character to the entire story and she really has nothing to do with it and it's like a really weird uh like having seen the movie and then looking back on it, it's like a really weird way to open the film because you're like, well, how would she know? Like, it's just, it's like a weird thing because it's like, how would she know this story when she didn't experience half of it, you know? Yeah. 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 So yeah. But, but we see like the movie, that is an example of a movie where it probably could have worked if it had like the same kind of energy and style as trans did, but the paper boy isn't really, that kind of movie so it kind of feels a little weird yeah yeah although still still kind of ridiculously entertaining though so (laughs) i guess it has those things in common yeah well that 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 is really what what i think this film comes down to because i mean this this is a plot that attempts to be very i guess intricate and i don't know if it completely earns all of its little pieces towards the end of the film but it is it is going for something um, it's, this is a film that is all about physical spectacle. Um, and like the characters are sort of experiencing some sort of cognitive spectacle, but I think 
this is really just a film about sh- like the most entertaining way to display um, and convey psychotherapy or, or hypnotherapy to somebody. Like it's just, this, I I don't know. Like I it's the, the film has substance to it, um, and I and I think it it's kind of it kind of comes off as not a hundred percent under understanding hypnotherapy itself. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel like a film that like fully knows what it's talking about but it does it in such a a fun way that it makes you kind of not really care because it's so entertaining like the scenes where um i'm trying to think of something good to compare it to uh but like you you know in uh in in boondock saints when like willem dafoe will be talking over a crime scene and we're half watching the crime scene and half watching him after the fact walking through the crime scene like we're kind of seeing both as he talks and recreates the scenario like yeah this film does you know obviously does something a little bit similar where you have you know different like characters sitting in a room during a hypnotherapy session taking place within the mind and in the room observing the person who is being hypnotized Um, yeah it's like they all pop up during his uh hypnotherapy session yeah, and it's because they're like, all because like him, they're all like observing him under the trance or whatever. Yeah, and, and and there's things where it's like they're all present in the same space, but they're not all in the same state of mind. Right. So yeah. The way the way people enter and exit the scene as it cuts between outside of the trance and inside the trance, like this is just like a fun as hell movie to watch. Um, and you know it gets it it gets really crazy by the end of this film. Um. Some some things in a good way, some things in a very very strange way, um, but ultimately I think this is a fun ride and 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 it's something that if you're at all interested in like these these inter- like just weird psychological um, thrillers like this that that it's something that I think anybody who's into that genre can have fun with and if you get too wrapped up into you know quote figuring it out um, you might not be as satisfied by where everything goes but if you're just sitting back and being along for the ride um it it goes to some awesome places and i and i had a great time with it it's funny that you mentioned about realism and the plot because i know that there's some joker on the imdb message boards it's just like plot holes like i was just like (laughs) i don't even care um and i don't care that it's uh you know the hypnotherapy is realistic or not or the, I mean, the whole entire movie, it's established pretty early on that I, this really isn't taking place in the real world. I mean, it is, but it's a, it's a hyper real, uh, situation and, and there really isn't, uh, the, the situations that happen in this movie, they exist in the real world, but the, you know, I don't think they could really happen in some scenarios, but, uh, um, but it, it's just all part of the fun there's just like a very there's like you know there's obviously a lot of surreal things in it because you know it's part of the movie is that you know people are going under into trances and it is like a it's a dream state and um i like how the movie sort of looks like a dream it has like a dreamy quality to it um and uh i mean the the movie is just very it's extremely fun it goes by really fast has a lot of energy uh, you know, once it starts, it doesn't take, it doesn't stop. It takes off and it just keeps going. And, uh, I liked all the twists that happened near the end. I mean, I liked, uh, 
I liked how certain characters that you think are the main character kind of shift and uh, it ends up being they end up being something else. And um, uh, I like that. And I liked how it ended up. And um, I mean, I really think it's Danny Boyle's like most fun movie since uh, his earlier films like Trainspotting or even Shallow Grave, his first movie. I mean, that that's what this movie reminds me of, just like. Danny Boyle, when he was kind of first starting out, he was just having a lot of fun. He's making these movies. And I'm not saying that his his recent movies have been bad or anything. They haven't. I mean, they've been great. I've loved all of his movies. But, uh, I mean, if I'm going to sit down and watch a Danny Boyle movie and I've got this or, uh, you know, 127 hours to choose from, I'm going to go with Trance just for the sheer fun of it, you know? Yeah. Um. I mean, it just shows that he's having a good time. I mean, it's funny that, uh, you know, I was hearing him talk about how he shot this movie while he was uh, directing the opening ceremony for the Olympics last year. Huh. And, um, or was it was it last year? Or the Yeah, it was 2012, right? I don't know. Summer, whenever uh, it was. Yeah, the, the, whenever the last uh, Summer Olympics was, because he directed the opening ceremony. Um, so he was doing all the preparation for that. Uh, like twice a week and then he'd go off and shoot trance uh, you know for the remaining days off that he had and then he'd come back and do uh, the Olympics so it's just like back and forth uh, and then you know he did did the Olympic ceremony and came back and did all the post-production on this movie and uh, I just it, it's funny because he was talking about having you know to do this like very family friendly, uh, opening ceremony for the Olympics and then going off to do this like really gruesome like <laughs> not R-rated movie totally not family friendly movie um, he was saying how like it was exactly what he needed so he didn't lose his mind doing all this family friendly Olympic stuff <laughs> nice I-, I bet all the family friendly appreciators out there w- would be glad to hear that quote <laughs> <laughs> He even said how he was just like, yeah, he's like, I look like how the guy on the poster looks <laughs> when I was doing all this Olympic stuff. Nice. Um, and, you know, you, I, I, I can see that. It's like when uh, Michael Bay was just like, yeah, the studio made me uh, make Pearl Harbor PG-13. I took all my anger out in Bad Boys 2. And it shows because that is a ridiculous film. Um, I think I think the... Uh, having to scale back at the Olympic shows in trance too. Cause I mean, there's people getting shot in the nuts and like all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> not fun for them, of course, but no, not fun for the characters, but fun for us, the audience. Yeah. Like to watch. I, I mean, I've been talking about, you know, how, how entertaining and fun it is, but like it's, it's fun from just like the appeal of the, like this, the what's happening psychologically and the way it's being presented is a fun way to experience it but make no mistake this is a dark film where a lot of dark stuff happens and oh yeah uh, the big twist is like really dark too yeah yeah there's just a lot of a lot of things that uh that but it's not it's not at any point where i was like i'm depressed now no i was still like this is fun as hell like yeah yeah, it's just way. It's just it's way too. <laughs> Even though it's like horrible subject matter. Yeah, yeah, it, it's basically like it's too cool for you to like be bogged down by by what's actually going on. It's just it's just like an awesome, it's an awesome ride, and it it's it's um, 
it's almost like the other it's the other end of the coin i think of like the movie side effects like everything that was happening in side effects was super dark and it was told in this beautiful like really like you know soft focus just awesome look stylized way but it was really tragic stuff that was happening that was psychologically messed up this is like that but then on like acid and just cranked up with some weird trance music going on like it's kind of like it's it's both of them tell a a story of tragedy um that has to do with like a person's psychology um in a very stylized way one takes it like extra serious and really makes you feel the impact of what's happening this one does the exact opposite and goes all style and kind of makes you not bogged down by by the tragedy of what's happening and more just like incredibly entertained with uh with what is going on yeah make a good uh double feature because they both have that like dreamy look uh and then but they're they're on, like you said, the the opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, I think you would have to watch side effects first and then trance. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> it would be like, it would be uh, like you're coming down from some like crazy high if you watched it the other way around. Yeah. The, I don't the, think I don't think the intended effect would work. Yeah. If you watch side effects, um, the like after you watch trance, it might be enough to make you stab someone. <laughs> <laughs> You just get so depressed that you're like, I yeah, I gotta get some of this bli- Ablixa. <laughs> yeah, I need to repeatedly stab somebody while taking a <laughs> drug. Uh... Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're both uh, they're, they're both kind of relationship movies at heart. <laughs> Horrible relationship movies. <laughs> yes, that that is true. <laughs> yes. That, that it, it, I, I think I actually made that yeah yeah that, I did make that statement during a review of side effects that, like this is my nightmare is being in yes. like a relationship like either of these you made movies. that very clear yeah that that's like the like my biggest fear is being in a relationship with somebody who um, is psychologically unstable I wonder if any uh, yeah if the if I wonder if any females thought thought the same thing during trance <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, I, w- I would imagine so it was funny because uh danny boyle was talking about how he he was the, the screening i was at he was at the screening and he was talking about how he because this is like some big la times deal and they were like they uh they flew him out just for like it was like they're doing like a big like WonderCon thing okay so that, that's why they had this uh they had the screening down in anaheim and like Danny Boyle was talking about how he was like, yeah, he's like, I just got off the plane from London. And he's like, while I was uh, going, you know, while I was at the airport in London, he, I guess the guy who was, um, I guess the security guy or the customs guy or something, somebody at the airport, he was asking him like, oh, like where, like, why are you going to Los Angeles? And he said, oh, I'm promoting a film. And he's like, what's it about? And he told him what it was about. And the guy at the airport said, "Oh, I'm dating. Like, I my girlfriend is a hypnotherapist." <laughs> nice. I was just like, "How random." <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe he had gone to, uh, uh, you know, he he had a fear of flying, and maybe he had gone to a hypnotherapist to train himself to not be scared of flying anymore. And maybe. that that cut like that person. Um, 
was actually... For all we know, he was in the middle of an art heist. Dude, exactly. When he was talking to him. That's what I'm saying. He's like, I can't remember <laughs> the painting. I love that when he's like, he's like, I can't remember. I got hit on the head. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, you remember that, don't you? And he's like, yeah, I got a big old scar on my forehead to remember that one, don't I? <laughs> uh, I don't know why that line That's made good. me laugh in the movie. It's because that it's McAvoy's Scottish accent. It was funny because Danny Boyle was saying how uh, he he deliberately told him to not speak in an English accent. He's like the Americans love your Scottish accent, <laughs> and uh, it was funny because I saw Welcome to the Punch the day after I saw Trance, and in Welcome to the Punch he's talking in a uh, typical English accent, and I was like, oh, I I I prefer his native accent. The entire movie, <laughs> I was thinking that, and I wouldn't have thought about it unless, uh, you know, if he hadn't said anything, I wouldn't have thought about it. Yeah. I was, I was tranced. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any, any last trance thoughts? Do you think, I, I think, uh, trance would also make a good double feature with like Memento or something. Yeah. Yeah. Could be that would be good. Could be an interesting crossover. You like edit those films together. Yeah. Or you just have like a triple bill of Inception too. <laughs> that would that, that would be like a, a day that would mess you up if you watched all these movies. <laughs> and side effects too. Yeah, of course. Of course, quadruple uh, bill. But uh, yeah, what do you say we go ahead and let people know whether or not they will be tranced by this film? I let's do it. All right. So if you were going to place this Carson on a scale of must see, recommend with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or must avoid, where would you place it? I would confidently give it a must see. But uh, be wary. There are some <laughs> grisly images. That's what I was going to say. I was like, th- th- <laughs> this is. Like I feel like this is a must see for me, but I I would have to give it a heavy heavy recommend because um, definitely not acceptable for all audiences, but acceptable for us. Yes, for us. If you're if you're if you're used to putting up with our opinions on film, and you're anywhere close to uh, uh, you know on the side of what we generally tend to like, um, you'll definitely um, have fun with this film. Um, you know, you may not completely buy into everything by the end of the film, but I think it everything it hits, it hits well enough that um, it's just like it's it. You can accept it um, for what it is and just have an awesome time with it. Um, if you know, if you're trying to be like, well, I have to compare this to any other psychological thriller, and this better work out exactly perfectly, and I better buy every single bit, otherwise this movie sucks. Then maybe you'll find yeah. some faults with the ending. But I think you if you stay home, yeah, yeah, exactly, you can stay home. Um, you can listen to the sound of my voice. You are sitting in your chair at home and you are not watching this movie and you are no. enjoying it. That was me snapping in your wake. I right? was only slightly kidding though when I said grizzly images, only because the that was that was some that was some rare that was a very like point five percent inside humor. <laughs> because I remember I told you about how like it says grizzly images in the in the trailer uh heading, but it was spelled like grizzly bear. And I was like, did anyone else see this? And finally, I think I saw somebody else online said like, uh, yeah, I think people will be disappointed that there are no bears in trance. <laughs> but like on the poster, though, it says it's spelled the correct way. 
the grisly and you know gruesome way yeah um but i just thought it was funny that they uh, made that typo in the trailer heading well there 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 was a furry woodland creature in the film but it had to get cut because james mcavoy didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought there might be like a bear that shows up and like mauls somebody and that, that was like the mpaa's uh humorous way of including that or something because they, they like to throw in little nuggets of humor sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think this film is trying to be too smart with what it's doing visually and, uh, you know, mentally, that I don't think they really care what the poster says. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think anyone cares. I just thought it was a, I thought it was funny. I mean, I'd still recommend the movie to pretty much anyone. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a big recommend. I think that, that people have fun with it. Um, It's... It's it's a good it's a good chaser for I'm not I'm not a chaser it's just it's just a good it's a it's a unique um, tale being told um, you know against what has been coming out lately and it just it feels like we're not gonna see a lot of stuff like this um, for a while now um, no I mean it's a, it's a the way you know that we've talked about this film the way that it's presented like it's enough. To where I can tell my mom, like, yeah, you should really watch it. It's not like Spring Breakers where I'd be like, I'd never tell her to watch that because I know she's not going to enjoy it. <laughs> um, I think she could get some enjoyment, though, out of trance because of just the way that it is. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not some, it's not like some hardcore French horror movie or something like Frontiers or High Tension where you're just like, ugh. Yeah, I feel I feel terrible now. Um, you know, if it was something like that, I would be like, "Yeah, uh, don't let your you know recommend." But no, <laughs> recommend that if you're older, you don't go see it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there you go. That is a must see from. Carson. Wait, so did you give it a must see too? I gave it a, a recommend, a, a heavy, oh, heavy okay. recommend, but with the caveat being that um, the caveat being must see. <laughs> The caveat being that you must see it. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I see some people being like, that movie was weird for me. Um, Rosario Dawson's boobs. <laughs> That's what it should be on the poster. I mean, come on. Well, if, if that was on the poster, then they wouldn't be able to hang the poster anywhere. I mean, I, you know... I'm jo- I'm like half joking, but I'm also putting it bluntly because a dude like told Danny Boyle in the Q and A, just like, like, yeah, I really enjoyed those shots of Rosario. <laughs> it's like see, he just said what he he said what everyone was thinking, and so you know, everyone had a good laugh. I I I'm sure they did. I'm guessing I'm <laughs> guessing Rosario was not at the Q and A. Also, no, she wasn't. She probably would have thought it was funny though. Uh, yeah. I, I I see her as one that could joke around with that. Yeah. Not uh not someone who wouldn't. <laughs> I don't I can't I don't know any examples. I do, but I'm not gonna say them. You're afraid they might be listening. They're gonna be listening for sure. Of course. And that would be the ugly truth. <laughs> I'm assuming that that's what you're talking about. <laughs> If I can decipher the code. If you can piece that together. <laughs> You're talking about Gerard Butler. Yes, Gerard Butler would be so offended. <laughs> uh, but anyways, 
I think uh, that is going to do it for this episode, this review of Trance here on the Spoiler Warning Podcast. Carson, if people want to find you throughout the week, where is it that they may do that? Uh, you can go check me out on the rarely updated practicalcandy.wordpress.com. Cool. And people can find me shaving myself because that's the way Carson likes it. At uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless people have seen the movie, that's not gonna be funny, and it's gonna sound, <laughs> it's gonna sound really, really awkward. Uh, yeah, I have no idea why I said that. People who've seen the movie, they're laughing. No, no, yeah, all like two people are laughing right now, very hard. <laughs> um, but for the rest of you, just go see the movie and then come back, and then you can have a good laugh. Then, um. Yeah. But yeah, over at Christopher. Well, it's you know it's almost my birthday, so. <laughs> All right, ChristopherRealLife.com, Twitter.com/slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com, where you can get all the back episodes of the show. And as I get around to editing the episodes that we have recorded that I haven't had a chance to get to, those will start appearing there also. Um, you can follow us on Twitter to figure out when everything goes live at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will be some kind of crazy Euro trance. Um, so hopefully grimy club music (laughs) hopefully you're enjoying that right now the music Um, in this movie is really good though oh yeah oh yeah it's it's good it it, it definitely fits well i was enjoying those beats i you said that that's how they say it i guess uh (laughs) like all the kids are talking about it you said it almost as if it was like an an unofficial sponsorship for like beats headphones or something like that (laughs) (laughs) It was just like a weird pause afterwards, like, yeah, those beats. Those beats by Dre. <laughs> um, um, wasn't that the name of the club, though, in the movie? I don't remember. No, it was something else. Beats me. It was like something London. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but, yeah, that's the episode. So, hope you guys enjoyed that. Hopefully, guys, you hopefully you guys enjoyed having us go. I can't talk, man. Uh, you're under the spell. I'm under the spell again. You're, you're in the, you're in like the, uh, the cat scan machine or whatever the Exactly. Fuck. I'm getting, you're, I'm getting. You it. keep seeing pictures of Rosario Dyson, you get shocked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and if you go see the movie, you'll be shocked of pictures of oh, Rosario yes, Dyson. Oh, yes, for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. Sorry that the, you know, feed has been so sporadic recently, but... Those issues are all but resolved now, and things should be returning to normal. This next weekend, or the weekend that's coming up, it'll be starting by the time this episode hits the feed, but uh, we will be reviewing Oblivion, the long-awaited. Very excited to see this film. Um, I've been hearing mixed things, but only time will tell how this film's going to turn out. Someone dubbed it this year's Prometheus. Ooh, so it's the best movie of the year <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of, I mean er, er, you know we, we talked a while back you know we, we, we saw the trailer for um, you know After Earth and then we we're like but then Oblivion came out like 
the same like you know within that same no week. oblivion came out and then like literally the next day after earth came out and it's yeah, just yeah. like what are you what are you doing after earth yeah, yeah exactly yeah so so we had these two trailers that are like somewhat in the same you know milieu like it was, it was something that was like dude how is this one gonna try to compete carson i'm assuming you have seen the trailer for elysium of course dude like Elysium, I, I think, may have them all beat. Yes, like, I mean, if people haven't seen Elysium, I'm sure we're going to be talking about Elysium in the next trailer talk segment um, because it'll be worth talking about. But like, I, I just, as soon as I saw that trailer, I just text Carson, just Elysium, all caps with like three exclamation points or something like that, and uh, that was all I needed to say. Like, it's, it, I'm, I'm very excited for where Neil Blomkamp is going, and uh, this is. Probably one of my most anticipated films of the year. So I'm excited for it. I knew nothing about it before seeing that trailer. And uh, yeah, but I'm getting ahead it of myself. It looks good. Yes, it does. Hopefully it'll... Uh... You see, I feel like Oblivion, if it ends up being good, it's a, it's a movie that'll be just like a fun kind of sci-fi, you know, like a popcorn movie. Elysium, I feel like, will have some weight to it. Yeah. Um you know be more than just a summer spectacle type film yeah but it is weird though that oblivion is releasing in the middle of april and uh, it's kind of like you know big summer type movie I, I don't know it's just it seems weird to me because i felt like i didn't really see much advertising for it up until like i don't know a couple you know like this past couple weeks where they've been kind of ramping it up because it's close to the release date but yeah I it just seems weird like i like I hope that it's not, they're not ignoring it because it's bad or anything. Like I, I don't know. I I hope so too because I I just watching those trailers. I love watching those trailers and I think, you know, like it, it could turn to be just spectacle, but it feels like it should have weight to it. Like it feels like they're trying to like I'm I'm already bought into whoever the hell this girl is and what the whole deal is with what's going on and how Tom Cruise knows her and. Or yeah. it doesn't anymore. Like, what brought everybody where there are? Why are the humans being killed by these machines that crash and the shit? Like, I'm just, I'm so, like, already invested and curious and wondering that, like, I just don't, th- this could be, like, this year's uh, Terminator Salvation for me. <laughs> it could. And I, I really hope that it doesn't turn out to be. Uh, I hope not either. But, uh, I'm, you know... I'm planning on seeing it in IMAX and everything, so... Nice. Is it... It's, uh, it's specially formatted like Skyfall was, so... Ooh. Um, it's gonna be pretty sweet. Uh, it's gonna be... It's gonna be almost like seeing it in full IMAX, but not... Huh. I might have to... Because they it. do, like... Because I was... Ta- or I was reading about, like, when... Um, Skyfall came out, like, the whole reason why I went to see it in IMAX is because Roger Deakins was talking about how they filmed it with, like, one of the new... Uh, like Sony digital camera. I don't know if it's Sony, but one of the new like digital cameras and uh, like they shot it, he shot it, you know, but framed it for uh, 2.4. So, you know, for normal movie screens. Yeah. Um, But for IMAX, they just opened up the entire frame because, you know, they shot it that way. They shot it full frame. Um but it was, you know, you know, but they were framing it specifically for obviously going out to like traditional theaters. 
So for IMAX, they just showed it like the full frame and it looked awesome. Um, so I guess they did the same thing for Oblivion. They shot it on, I don't know if it was the same camera, but one of the new like digital cameras, they did like the same same process and everything. So yeah, um, it's it's as close you can it's it's as close as you can get to watching an entire film in full IMAX. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean it like for Skyfall when I saw it, it was except for maybe like the top like little bit and like the bottom sliver. It was the entire screen. Yeah, and it just looked awesome. So. Um, well, I might have to catch me some Limax, Limax action of this over in Mira Mesa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, uh, like, anytime they do stuff like that, I think it's worth seeing for uh, for that. And then, yeah. of course, obviously, if it's shot for IMAX. Dude, they just announced the other day, um, Christopher Nolan is shooting Interstellar in IMAX. Is it going to be full IMAX, or is it, like, his usual, like, partially... I think it'll be partial, but I'm I'm assuming he's gonna try and go for more of the running time this time out. Yeah. Um, but they, they it was like Paramount announced that they're they're doing like a uh, they made like a, a deal with IMAX where they're gonna produce five movies uh, that are to be shot in IMAX, not fully in IMAX, but you know as much as possible. Yeah. And so the first two movies are gonna be Interstellar. And then the other one is Transformers 4. So Michael Bay is going to come at us in full IMAX. Nice. Uh, that'll be that'll be one to watch for sure. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think this is officially the longest, like, tail ending of any episode we've ever had. <laughs> Everyone's, like, looking at their watch, like, can you guys wrap this up? Well, they're listening to awesome trance music. That's that's true, yeah. Oh, it's still gonna be playing. Oh, dude, that that means that instead of just like cheating and like buying like two tracks, I'm gonna have to like buy like a bunch of different tracks just to <laughs> fill as much time. Oh no. But anyways, um, yes, thank you for joining me, Carson. Yes, thank you for having me again. <laughs> Sorry for the repeated like. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to record again tonight. <laughs> no, that's you know, it's shit happens, man. Yes, it does, unfortunately, but. Uh, we're back, and hopefully we can get back on a regular schedule. Thank you guys all for listening. We will catch you next time. Bye.